everybody and welcome to Just Mish. Happy Thursday. Y'all, I just realized that my mixer does that. So <laughs> I'd like to introduce you to our new intro. So this week on Just Mish, I wanted to talk about a subject that is very near and dear to my heart. This episode is called What About Your Friend? And I wanted to discuss being a better friend and I feel like um this is so personal to me because I have learned so many lessons over the years about friendship that I wanted to share so (laughs) first of all um I wanted to start off with a story um not really a story but kind of a story um my best friend's birthday my oldest friend uh, we met when we were six Carly shout out to Carly um her birthday was the other day and when I was at home when I was in Kansas City um this December we were talking about how we met now while we don't remember like how we met we did meet when we were six in um kindergarten and so, uh, was it, no, I'm sorry, first grade. <laughs> so, cause like we knew of each other in kindergarten, but we didn't actually become friends until we were in first grade. Shout out to Miss Scott's class. Miss Scott was the best first grade teacher ever. I remember she used to have these, uh, she used to wear like leggings and big t-shirts and these <laughs> tennis shoes. And she would always have these curly um, what are they called? Um, uh, shoelaces. She would have them curly shoelaces. She was so cute. But, um, so Carly and I, we met when we were six. And so Carly, she was like, thank you for, um, well, I can't remember the word she used, but I think she said like, thank you for making friendship with me. And I was like, Carly, we don't remember who made friendship with whom. Like, we were literally six. We don't, you know, we don't remember how it happened. And she was like, no, you know, if it were up to me, we would have never been friends. (laughs) And and the thing is, is that Carly is my little introverted boo-boo. My best friend, she, it's so funny because I didn't even realize that she was introverted until we got older because honestly those weren't words that we used um you know while we were growing up it was a very new phrase for me I think I realized um I'm not really sure when uh you know the terms introvert and extrovert started being um uh I should say like a wider topic (laughs) um until I feel like I was in college and she was like explaining to me (laughs) so Carly when she was in college, she uh, used to watch Awkward Black Girl by Issa Rae. Now, I, I'm, sometimes I will think that I'm awkward and I'm like, no, like, y'all, I have like awkward thoughts in my head and my friends are like, but you're not awkward. And I'm like, that's, that's fair. But Carly, she is my little awkward black girl and I just love her to death and she is the one who like pointed out like no Misha like I'm an introvert I am me and Carly are very opposite I would dare say I was an extrovert um I at this point in my life I feel like I'm an ambivert but sometimes I feel like it's chosen 
Um, it's just like, you know, because of my circumstances, like I live in LA, everything is super expensive. I'm 33 now, so I don't be, you know, <laughs> for real outside. So, uh, but I, sometimes I feel like if I had the means to do it, I would be outside more. But like Carly is an introvert at heart and I'm an extrovert and she, you know, just her pointing out like, no, we know that you chose friendship with me because you are you and I am me. And it reminded me of um, my dad. He always will be like, you have to know your friends. And um, one of the things that I wanted to discuss is the different phases of friendship. So whenever, you know, I was younger, I always had friends. Like, I'm a very friendly person. Like, I know how to be friends with people, blah, blah, blah. Like, and I don't, um, one of the things that I want to touch on is making friends too quickly. Now, this is what I feel like, you know, is kind of the first phase of friendship a lot of the times. Because, you know, like, you meet somebody and it's like, oh my gosh, like, they're so great, blah, blah. I'm the type of person that will just, like, takes or used to be I should say used to be the type of person that would just like meet somebody and we hang out a couple times several times and it'd be like we are best friends this is it <laughs> like, like we are best friends we know one another so well we've hung out for a whole 30 days straight this is it for us and while this, you know, sometimes it is love at first sight with friends. Uh, I do, and I also do believe in friend soulmates. I'll get to that point. Um, but um, but a lot of the times, especially when you're younger, you know, you're in high school, you're in college, you're in middle school, and it's like um, a lot of times circumstances will bring you together. Being in the same classes, going everywhere, you know, going to all the same places every day will sometimes force a friendship on you. And I have been in situations a lot of the times where I'm like, okay, like, I really like this person. Like, we're really cool. And I think that we're so close or we're going to be so close. But I get to a point where it's like, <sighs> I don't really, I'm not really meshing with this person like I thought I would. And then you end up in this, like, really weird situation where, you're like, okay, like, I still want to be, like, cool with you, but I don't want to be, like, best friends. So, with that, I think that the best way to combat that is honestly just to move slowly. I think that like any relationship, you know, like a <clears throat> a platonic or a um, romantic relationship, it's a lot the same. Very much the same. Because I think that a lot of times, especially when it is um, just a friendship, we tend to let our guard down more easily. Because you're not, you know, you're not thinking like, oh, I need to protect myself against this person. Like they don't, you know, they don't really want nothing from me, blah, blah, blah. And you <clears throat> just sell yourself really quickly. And that can get you in a lot of trouble. And if not, you know, like any overt trouble, but definitely sometimes, you know, emotional trouble. Because it's like after you have, after the honeymoon phase is uh, left, has gone, it's like, are me and this person still going to be, you know, in the paint together? So I think that that is, you know, very important to just 
go slow. Go slow in friendships and relationships. <laughs> but this is about friendships. So um, I think that, you know, that's just, that's the first phase of friendship. And I think that, like I was saying, um, you just, you have to know your people. I feel like once you, once you have done that like beginner stage and you get past the 30 days, you get past the 60 days, you get, and you're like, okay, like, no, I actually really mess with this person. Like, I want them to be a part of my life. I think the next phase, you know, is really getting to know them and not in a way that's conducive to you. One of the biggest mistakes that I have made in friendship is only, how should I say this? Like, only accepting the things that I want to accept or even seeing the things that I want to see. Because I think that sometimes it's hard to, like, tell a new person, especially sometimes, like, oh, I don't agree with that. Or, (laughs) or like, you know, I don't really, because, you know, once you've been established for such a long time, or, you know, you're trying to get something established, you have a lot of hope in it, and it's like, um man, like, you know, maybe if I say this, they won't really like it. And, you know, a lot of this, too, is for um, younger people, too. Like, if you find yourself in situations where you're just having to go along with a lot of stuff, like, you really have to consider, like, is this person my friend? Is this somebody who has my best interest at heart? Because I think that a lot of times, because of rushing into friendships for, you know, one reason or another, feeling lonely, feeling like, you know, like we're in this same space together. So we're just going to get along. You try to like change yourself for people. Excuse me. And it's very important not to do that. There's no reason that you should have to change yourself for anybody. And also nobody should have to change themselves for you. I've been in a couple um, friendships where I feel like the my friend felt like even I wanted them to be something different or do something and I'm like maybe this friendship just is not working for us (laughs) like as a unit and I think sometimes when you get so deep into a relationship with somebody um you don't really think about okay well what if this it's not going to work. I think that, you know, sometimes you, a lot of times you think about it in the very beginning, but then it's like, once you get to the meat of it, it's like, is this going to work? So you have to know your friends, you have to know yourself. And also you have to know your boundaries. So (laughs) I, without getting too personal, um, I feel like I, well, I don't feel like I had a friend who, I realized that, well, it took a while for me to realize it, but I was just like, the boundaries that they had were affecting our friendship. And I genuinely felt like that person just didn't trust me. And once it got to that point, I was like, there's nothing that I can do for you because I genuinely felt like I'm not doing anything for you to feel like this. And so we should probably sever this relationship. And I think that um, it's important to, while you are respecting other people's boundaries, 
to respect your own. And I think that me being the type of person that I am, I, a lot of times will just go with it because I'm, you know, very accepting of people, very like, you know, whatever. Now, one thing that I can say about me, baby, I was not always like that. I definitely had to grow out of, I definitely had to grow out of being the controlling friend. Now, this, you were talking about, <clears throat> had to do some work, honey, because you are not your friend's parents. <laughs> you are not your friend's parents. You don't tell them what to do. You can suggest things when they open up the floor for you to be like, hey, can you give me some advice on this, blah, blah, blah. But you have to know where to draw the line. Because I think a lot of times with me, I was just like, you know, with certain people, <clears throat> I would feel like, oh, well, they just don't know. And it's like, girl, who do you think you are? <laughs> like, they got a mama. You don't have to do that. So I think that just um, learning to, one of my biggest issues with friendship was learning to let go. And just feeling like, always feeling like I had the right answers. And it, I really had to do a reality check. Like, girl, who the hell do you think you are? Like, <laughs> what makes you think that you have all the right answers for somebody else? Like, you don't even have them for yourself. So <laughs> I think that, you know, a big deal in friendship is just letting go knowing that you cannot control people and you have to respect people's boundaries. And sometimes you learn with your boundaries, with their boundaries, like this is just not going to work. And that is totally fine because it is a relationship. And I think that in that comes the, now this is, uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to discuss this or not, but here we go. So, so with that comes, um, grieving friendships. So this is a big deal to me. And I was talking to my friend Tiana the other day, other day. And I was like, I was discussing one of my older friendships, like from when I was a teenager and I, <laughs> I started crying. Mind you, I'm 33 years old. And this particular friendship, I was very close to this person. Very, very, like, I just knew we were going to do life together. Like, I had known this person my whole life, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, um, some events just severed their relationship. And I, when I walked away from it, it was very, like, it was, it was not a, um, uh, respectable type of situation. Like it was literally like, Oh, one night we're done. Like this is blocked you. Like it's over type deal. And I was discussing this with my friend T and I, you know, crying tears. And when I kind of refocused, I was like, I don't talk about that much. Like, I realized that I, once it was over, like, it was done. It was absolutely done. I It was almost like this unspoken thing, you know, with me and my other best friends. Like, even, you know, when I was kind of coming out of it, it was just a, like a landmine. Like, I didn't want to talk about it. Like, it was just done. And so, with, you know, at my big age, crying about something that happened when I was, 
19, (laughs) it really like disturbed me because I was like, I don't understand why I haven't let this go. And I, you know, that brought up the topic of grieving friendships. And I was like, I don't think, sometimes I don't think that we properly take the time to grieve friendships. I think most of the time, especially with girls and not just cause I'm a girl. So, <laughs> you know, I, I know it firsthand, but you know, we tend to like, okay, well it's done and we're just moving on, but we don't treat it, you know, like how we treat breaking up with somebody. And most of the time, it's more detrimental because a lot of times we tell our friends way more than we tell our partners. Like they know way more about us. They've been in our lives longer that, you know, they've seen us at our worst. They've seen us be super vulnerable and we treat it like, okay, well it's done and I'm moving on. But as me, (laughs) my friendship breakups have been worse than actual breakups. Like, and The older I get, the more I cherish my friendships because I'm like, I know that, you know, we are choosing to be in this. Like a lot of times with, um, um, romantic partners, you know, like you'll, there's a lot of factors can keep you together. You can live together. You can have children together. You're married, you know, like all these things. But with friendships, you're choosing to love this person. You're choosing to, you know, be in um commune with this person and be around this person so like allowing yourself to if you are in the situation where your friendship is over you should really allow it like give yourself time to really process your emotions and not only process your emotions but try to understand what's going on and I think that sometimes um Sometimes friendships even need a break. Like sometimes it's not always like, okay, this friendship is about to be over forever. Sometimes it's literally just like, we are not vibing right now. And we are, you know, we're not seeing eye to eye. This is not working out, but I still love you to death. Like a lot of the friendships that I had to let go, like I still love them to death. But some of them, you know, I've just chosen to sever the communication because it's like, oh my gosh, like the same thing keeps happening over and over again. Why? And it's insanity. Like if you keep, you know, if there's, you keep doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result, it's insanity. So sometimes you really have to put your foot down, but sometimes you do just have to pause because it's not that you don't love them. It's not that you don't uh, appreciate them. It's just like, well, you know, I'm gonna just let you do you <laughs> and and when the time is right we'll come together and sometimes that the time don't never be right again so you know and that is where you really just have to decide like okay how are we gonna move forward are we going to move forward and if we're gonna sever this then you know we still have to respect each other and that is something that I am big on I really believe that you need to have a certain amount of respect for your former friends because you cannot be out here (laughs) having all this like information on people and blah 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 and just you know spreading it like it's just not for you to do I think it's just very disrespectful and at some point it's like just move on I feel like the more you discuss things or whatever the more you 
stay in that space. So it'd be like, okay, like I definitely, cause one thing about me, I'm going to discuss situations with my friends. Like, but once you, you know, you talked about it to your therapist, your parent, your other friends, whatever, like you have to move forward, but like, don't be, I be seeing stuff on the internet, like, you know, on TikTok and Twitter, like people airing their old friends out and whatnot. And I just be like, how sad, like y'all couldn't just end like on a good note. And I, I know now I know. some. Hey, now. And if somebody come for you, I, Hey, Hey, do your thing, but don't, don't come for anybody. Like just learn to respect people. If people are not <laughs> doing what you want them to do, whatever, like I said, you cannot control them. Just move on when relationships are over they are over and sometimes uh even you know relationships and friendships like it be giving obsessed like you really and I think that all goes back to really taking the time to process letting you feel your feelings and letting it go because if you don't let it go you're like I said you're gonna get stuck <laughs> and there's no reason to be stuck because the, the great thing about friendships is that you can always make new ones and I know that sometimes that, oh, baby, this is a whole nother ball game Because for me, I didn't realize how hard it would be moving to another city and making new friends. Like, I did have a little leg up because we went to school. And so, you know, automatically, you're going to make friends at school. But... All of my friends after COVID, they were up out of here. And so I just, you know, I kind of been on this LA journey um, a little bit alone for a minute. But it's like, um, and (laughs) I've been on this LA journey a little bit alone. And also, like, when I left Kansas City, like, one of my best friends also all of her best friends moved also. So I be feeling like <laughs> some, some days I be like, well, why don't I just move back home? So then at least we'll have each other. But it's like, I got this dream and I got to fulfill it. And this is so hard, but I miss my friends. If I just go home, I'll be all right. But that's just not my journey. And it really sucks. It really sucks because I feel like, um, which is the next phase of friendship. Just like being adult friends. Who being adult friends is something else. And expect moving to a new city and finding friends as an adult, that is a whole different ball game in itself because it's like, okay, like first of all, how do I do this? I think one of the my best friend Carly, she's like she is exceptional at this she always finds events to go to and things to do like she is super introverted but she's also very adventurous so like she'll go to all these different yelp classes and stuff (laughs) and I'll be like girl I probably just would never do that and I'm air quote extroverted (laughs) but like just you know finding the spaces that you fit in and then finding other people in those spaces that enjoy the same thing that you do. I feel like that's a great first step 
just getting into activities, getting out into the community, just being outside, you know, even like using the internet apps. Like one of, one of my greatest friends, Robbie, I met her last year. It's so funny because I feel like, um, (laughs) I feel like I've known Robbie longer than that, but we met on TikTok. Literally, she would comment on my videos and, like, one day we started messaging one another, like, oh, we should, like, get together and blah, blah, blah. And she lived in San Diego at the time and I live in L.A. And she would literally come to L.A. And we would have, like, these extravagant weekends and stuff. She did move back home to the East Coast, though, so I I have a problem with her right now. But, (laughs) but no, like, really unfortunately for the over 30 crowd <laughs> you have to put yourself out there oh, I know it's super whack but <laughs> just being an adult and being in friendship is so to be honest it is not something that I really thought about it's just something that you know it just kind of happens because uh, my other best friend Bree and I we were discussing Just even the different phases of friendship in adulthood. Because it's like, one day, you're young, you're seeing your friends all the time, y'all talking on the phone, y'all see each other at school, y'all going out on the weekend, blah, blah, blah. And then one day, you're just older. You're older, everybody got a job. Everybody got a different schedule at their job. Everybody getting off work late. Everybody got to get off work and go go to Bible study after work. Got to go do something. Got to gotta go walk their dog. Got to go to their second job. Got to go hang out with their man. And literally, you go from seeing one another, breathing each other's air <laughs> all the time every day to literally like, I got to catch you when I catch you. And this is one of the hardest things that I had to do especially with Brie because Brie is my little boo-boo muffin cake and I remember like she's like my little mini me like I love my Brie bear to death and so (laughs) I remember when I realized like our friendship was changing because Brie is the type of person like she's so sweet she's always there for you and so I I, she is my sounding board. Like I just, oh my gosh, <laughs> Brie, everybody who loves Brie. I mean, everybody who's ever met Brie loves Brie to death. We call her Brie Bear. She's just a little boo-boo. So she'll have to be on here one day. So, <laughs> but like, she is just an amazing friend. And I remember coming to, uh, it was like around the time I lived with my sister and we used to talk like every day and then I remember like she got a new job and things really started to change for her and she was also like growing up within herself because I always look at her like a little boo-boo like oh she's my little baby she's only a year younger than me (laughs) but but, like she's a little baby to me and so I remember just her like really coming into her own and starting to like change as a person and I got really scared I remember feeling like, oh my gosh, like I don't really like know her like I thought I did anymore. And like, how is this going to change our friendship? And like, just really, we actually ended up coming to like, just a huge disagreement about it. And I really had to humble myself and be like, 
girl, like I, hey, now look, I told y'all, <laughs> I was the controlling friend, and I just, if you are the controlling friend, babe, please just, just let it go, put it down, put down your sword, and go take a walk, because <laughs> you cannot, you cannot tell your friends what to, you are not their mother, I'm telling you now, and you will lose your friends because of it. But I think it's one of the greatest lessons in friendship that I've ever learned. Cause baby Bree had to check me and I was like, and you're a thousand percent correct <laughs> because I just was like, I don't want things to change. I want them to be the way that they are. And like, again, who the hell are you Misha to be telling somebody to do that? And so I'm just really grateful for all of my best friends I just feel like we all have grown so much we have grown so much and just been through so many different phases and um just having to learn and relearn one another and accept and talk and move throughout life together and really just appreciate one another more and you know, become closer and just, uh, be vulnerable with each other. And, um, it's friendship is an absolutely beautiful ride. Like if you just, <laughs> again, let go and just let life happen and roll with the punches, like friendship can be, I, <laughs> I am single right now. So I cannot say, um, you know, how I feel when I get my man or whatever, but as far as like right now in my life, friendship is one of the greatest. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like I've had, you know, boyfriends and stuff before, but the way friendship makes me feel is absolute. Like I be feeling that in my toes. Like I love my friends. Like they are my family. And I just, I, I cannot imagine doing life without them. And just, you know, taking the time to really let the you know like let them be themselves and let myself be myself <laughs> like I think that my friends probably know me the best like obviously you know my my immediate family and stuff but like your friends they know stuff about you that you're not gonna tell your family <laughs> and then you know to have these people that you trust with this information and that you know they're always there for you like there's never gonna be a time where they're not and um, here recently, like, I've made new friends. Like I said, like, Robbie and Tiana, like, those are my babes. Like, love them down. But <laughs> one of my uh, best friends the other day, she was like, <laughs> she was like, I just think it's so cool that you have a male best friend. And I was like, you know, he is pretty cool. Now, <laughs> the thing about it is, I am a girly girl. I have never had a male best friend. I really don't be having male friends a whole lot until I moved to Cali and like everybody in the film industry <laughs> is a man. And like, obviously there's a bunch of women. So, but, um, you know, just being in this industry and there's a lot more men that I was able to get close to and really, you know, like respect them and love them down. And, <laughs> Speaking of, you know, introvert versus extrovert, <laughs> there is this guy. We went to school together and I swear to God, you could not have convinced me 
that me and Deontay Gray were going to be best friends. We are completely opposite. Completely. Like, I am loud. I am a whole lot. Deontay is an introvert. He's a little boo-boo. And (laughs) I never would have considered even, like, having a best friend, let alone one that is so, like, to himself. (laughs) You could have never convinced me when we were in school that we were going to be best friends. And I remember um, just like as we got older, like, cause he graduated before I did. And then like, I, I think maybe two semesters later or one semester later, but like it was right before COVID, everybody was already kind of like moving back to, you know, where they were from. He's from Houston. And so, well, actually, no, he moved later. What was, where was you on my graduation? But, um, (laughs) so, but we just, you know, we started talking more and it really was, I would say like, it was the two of us, like after everybody was kind of going home and I, (laughs) I completely understand what Carly was saying. Like, thank you for making friendship with me because I made friendship with Deontay. I'm like, with Deontay, I'm like, you're not finna be sitting at home. Don't, don't you want? some company don't you want a friend don't you want somebody to sit with you and I feel like Deontay was like no actually I don't but I mean I guess if you're gonna invite yourself over then okay (laughs) but no like I I remember um just completely um because I'm an extrovert and also I'm an overthinker and I used to be like oh my gosh I'm probably getting on this man's nerves And one time we were at a party and I heard, I overheard him tell somebody, oh yeah, that's Misha. She's one of my best friends. And I was like, (gasps) (laughs) I was talking to one of our other friends and I was like, did you hear that? We're best friends. And I'm just like, I wonder if this man, I, I probably wouldn't know to this day that he considered me that unless I would have, you know, wouldn't have heard him say it to someone else. But long story short, I would have never considered such a close relationship with a man um, that wasn't, you know, like romantic or whatever. But I think that having a male best friend is a whole different world than having women as your friends. And I love it. As much as I love my female friends, I love my male friend. Like it's, sometimes when I'm just like spiraling and you know girls sometimes we (laughs) we yeah like uh, like they be turned up with me and I be like let me just call Deontay and he be like well you know man (laughs) but it is absolutely beautiful to like form this friendship and just have somebody who who even gets men, you know, more than I do, because he is a man. And I just be like, do you, <laughs> I be like, do you think this man like me? And he be like, well, I mean, well, it sounds like he just want to be friends. And I be like, I mean, you, you really didn't have to say it like that, but okay, like, thanks for keeping me grounded. But, <laughs> but that it is an absolutely beautiful thing to watch. And I, um, one of one of our points of contention with me because I'm a quality time person I'm like okay like I need to be around you I need to be you know like what's going on here and one time because I 
I don't know what um attachment style this is, but like when someone upsets me, I will like cut them off. Like I'll like block them or like or at least I used to, sorry guys. <laughs> I'm growing. I'm growing in the Lord. And so he had upset me one time, which is very rare. Like he he's the sweetest little peach pie. And I told him like like, well, I guess we aren't friends. And my little little mild tempered boo boo was like, um, like, is this all it takes for us to not be friends again? And I was like, you know, in a, a long plethora of things. And I just was like, this man is so right. And I feel like that taught me so much, even in that, you know, just one conversation about like other people's love languages and really just getting to the meat of a relationship and really being like, you're being ridiculous. <laughs> like, and if you have put so much into a relationship with somebody, because even in that conversation, because I think that I, I genuinely thought that what I was asking of him, that he wouldn't do it. So I think that I was already kind of like jumping forward to the end of it. And not only did he do it, but like has not failed to not do it. Like, I feel like even, you know, just this one conversation allowed our friendship to open up even more. And it made me realize like, okay, I can be honest with him and I don't have to fear us not being friends because as much as I, with all my friends would be like, I have this thing to say, I would still feel like, well, we probably just not going to be friends after I say this. Like so childish, Ugh, grow up younger Misha. She was a pill. But just like, you know, knowing that there's people out there that love you the way you are and really just accept you and are really like, okay with working things out with you and working through life with you. It is so amazingly beautiful to me. And I just, I absolutely adore my best friends. I love my best friends. I love my newfound friends. <laughs> my sisters. Lord, I, yeah, I just, I have so many people that love me and that appreciate me. And, um, I know I'd be talking about me being laid off, but like I am, but they support me so much. And just having people that are always encouraging and always like, always see the bigger picture, like more than you can see. Cause one thing that I, I also can say about D is that since he's also an artist, he's like, I see you from this perspective, which, you know, my friends from home, they're like, well, we, we know you can do it. We don't exactly know what you do. <laughs> like, like, but we, but you can do it. You can do that stuff. I don't understand what you're talking about, but if you want to do it, you can do it. And he's like, well, I know what you're talking about. And you can do it. And you holding yourself back. So it's just like, you know, getting to the point that um, you just have all these people that are rooting for you. And even my work bestie, I, I don't get to see her as much as I used to because we don't work together anymore. But uh, I'm pretty sure we're crossing the 
uh we're we're not work besties anymore. We're just bestie besties, my Jessica. But Jessica, she's funny because she is what we don't act anything alike, but we our friendship is one that we like truly work at, I can say. Because we would be going in on each other like you both baby. She is a little Hispanic firecracker and I am not one to be messed with. <laughs> but we I think that one of our biggest um, fears of not working together was like, oh my gosh, like, well, how are we going to spend time with each other? How are we going to see each other? And like, lately, I've really been noticing. Matter of fact, I need to return her text now. But <laughs> like, like, she's really like, okay, like, we need to do these things together. And I just really appreciate it because sometimes I can become so like, when I'm, going through something especially like going into myself and really not um um you know just not having a normal time and like what am I trying to say just I've been a little sad lately <laughs> so sometimes I'll literally just ignore my phone like I actually don't want to talk to anyone I don't care about what's going on but my friends they are going to break down the fourth wall they are going to get to me Deontay, I might talk to him every four months, but <laughs> he don't be talking on the phone. But I tell you what, I know my friends love me. So I don't know, whatever type of friend you are, um, I would just say, you know, just allow yourself to be a better friend. Don't feel like you can't learn any new lessons. It doesn't matter how old you are. And you really have to trust that your friends know you and get you and sometimes you do have to make the decision you know of people not being your friends anymore but I just genuinely most of the time there's no love lost like respect people love people let people go let them do what they do and hold on to you know the ones that are there for you so this was my little dedication or love letter or whatever to friendship and my friends and I hope that you know if there's even just one person that um I can touch that heard this that learned something <laughs> that's pretty cool so because a lot because I'm gonna be very honest like just losing friends over the years sometimes make has made me feel like I'm not a good friend or like I don't deserve new friends or I don't you know deserve these relationships and it is it is literally my friends who be like what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, don't say things like that. Like, what are we, chopped liver? What are we doing here? Like, you're a good friend. And sometimes you need to hear that. Like, you really do. Because these are the people who gon' you know, stand in the paint with you. They stand in the fire. They see your good. They see your bad. And they still say, hey, you're, you're my friend and I love you to death. And I'm going to be here with you for this lifetime. And it's a beautiful lifetime. Because... Having beautiful friends, honestly, is having a beautiful life. So I hope that this has blessed you all <laughs> and have a very, very happy Thursday night. <laughs> Love y'all.